Suffragicity. The word I like to use is extra. Do you know her sign? Franzi, I would drink today. I low-key think I'm kind of psychic. It's like, am I psychic or am I an empath? Long-distance friendships, social media. Are we going to like each other? Like, what's this going to be? Hi, friends. You are listening to No Filter Friendship with Jen and Haley. I'm Jen Gregorio. And I'm Haley McNutt, and together we're two friends who talk too much. Too much. What the fuck is up? Welcome back to another shorter, bite-sized, baby bitty episode of No Filter Friendship. All right, so (laughs) let me tell you a little tale. Jen, if I may, if I may, lend me your ear. This is a story about a girl named Lucky. <laughs> this is a story about a girl named Lucky. She's so lucky. She's I don't know why star, that immediately popped cried, in my head when cried, you said Lucky's story. I think because of TikTok. That's been going around on TikTok recently. Well, it's also just This is iconic. a story about a girl named Lucky. I literally have... In the morning, oh. she wakes up, knock, knock, knock on the door. Oh, sound effect. Did that works. Did that <laughs> work? The way that I, I wanted sounded, it to? It sounded okay from here. I don't know. Anyway, um, let's stop singing Britney Spears. But hashtag for Britney. But also never stop singing Britney Spears. Um, okay, so this is a story that... Okay, I was talking to my friend the other day. Listen, this this is where this mm-hmm. all starts off. I was talking to my friend. She was sending me some vids on Instagram um, because she stopped using Snapchat about how she was having a discussion with someone regarding making friends intentionally, like choosing your friends Mm. versus letting friends happen to you. Mm. Already a green premise. I'm I'm peaked. My interest is peaked. Yes, I was in. As soon as she said that, I was like, I'm in it. Um, Tell me more. Tell me more. (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to stop singing, maybe. It's okay. Probably you not. don't have to. Um, okay, so basically what happened, what happened was she told me <laughs> that there was this whole situation. She went on a trip with her friends, and she said that basically the makeup of the trip was like one friend that she had purposely chosen in her life, like she put in a concerted effort to get to know that person once they were put in like a similar situation where they were able to meet. And mm-hmm. had said, like, this person is going to be my friend. I'm gonna do whatever I can to make that happen. There was another friend on the trip who was someone who she kind of just fell into a friendship with. And then a friend of that friend. So Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. someone who she didn't know at all, but who was friends with that friend who she, you know, was on great terms with, but just had never chosen, quote unquote. And basically they went on this little trip outing, whatever, together. And she fucking hated the friend of a friend. She was like, I don't oh. like this person. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> you hate Which, to see it. You hate to see it, but also is the risk that you take when you agree to go on a trip with people who you may not know very well. You know what I mean? Yes. And yes, in this yes, case, yes. she didn't well, know that person at all. Right. Well, it could be like high risk, high reward because she could have fucking loved True. her, but she didn't. True. So high risk, high reward. You got to risk it for the biscuit. Uh Am I right? For the biscuit. (laughs) So anyway, when they got back from this trip, she decided to tell her friend how she felt. Like she was like, hey, man, like that friend that you brought on that trip kind of (laughs) sucks. Like I didn't like them at all. And this friend of mine is 
I'll just say she can be pretty blunt. And it's one mm. of the things that I love about her so, so much because she's not going to mince words. Like, she's not going to yeah. fuck around right. when she's upset about something. Um, and that's great because sometimes you really need to just know what the fuck people are thinking. Yeah. But she went up to him and she was like, you know, I'm upset that I had to spend all this time with this person because I just don't think that they're, like, that great. And I don't think that they're mm. that good of a friend to you specifically. Mm. And... Her friend got all upset with her for being like, how dare you say this about my friend? Oh. And I mean, she that's was like... Also, speaking of risk, that's the risk you take when you say <laughs> to somebody that you don't you, like their friend. Correct. When you tell people how you really feel. Yeah. Um, which she was like, okay, I get that you're friends with them, but like, do you not see all these things that they do that are like kind of shitty to you? Mm. And essentially what they were arguing was, I've been friends with them for so long. Like our friendship has gone on for ages. Therefore they're really important to me because of that longevity. And oh. I can't believe you would say something like that about somebody who is important to me, who I have been friends with for this long. And ultimately what hmm. she took away from that conversation was like, okay, you care about this person. I get that. But it seems like you only really care about them because this is a friend that you've had for a really long time and your friendship, you sort of fell into naturally. And in general, she was like, I don't think that this friend of mine is a person who chooses their friends. They're, they just let friendships happen uh -huh. to them, you know, organically, quote unquote, if you will. Yes. Like this idea that you meet somebody and you guys are in a similar position. Maybe you work at the same company. Maybe you like live in the same building or whatever. And you continue to hang out because it's convenient. Yeah. And you don't ever really question, do I want to hang out with this person or not? You just say, well, they're fine. You know, they're good enough. <laughs> I'll keep them around. Maybe oh you God, do think they're really life cool, to lead. but like, but like, you're not like putting in effort because you're like, wow, this person's amazing. You're, right. you're putting in very little effort, actually. You're doing kind of the bare minimum to get a friendship in that sort of scenario. And obviously that doesn't always happen with friendships of convenience, but it is something that some people do. And then you never really scrutinize like whether or not you're getting a lot out of that friendship because you're like, well, but this is just the friendship that I have. That's just what mm -hmm. it is. Um, whereas she was arguing that she chooses her friends, that she meets people. And if she really loves them, if she thinks they're really cool, really interesting, exciting, like they fit with her, then she will put in effort to be friends with them because they are an important and interesting person rather than just because it's easy and convenient. Mm. And she argued that if her friend had chosen their friends, then she probably would have gotten along with this person better because they would have picked somebody who was like a good person and a good fit for right. them. Right. No, that makes sense. And, right. And and I would agree with that last statement, I will say, and I have proof of that. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I I'm the queen of mixing my friend groups. You mm -hmm. know this. People know this. Yeah. I love to do that. And I think that for the most part, most of my friends get along very well with each other. Yeah, like, absolutely. I don't think that there are very many people that don't like each other within my, my, just all of my friends in general. Right. Like typically when I introduce people, they're like, oh, I liked that person. That was, that was cool. A yeah. cool person. I would see them again. <laughs> and I think now that you're talking about this, it's 
because I think I pick good people to hang out with. I think and so too. My friends aren't just random people. They're people that I decided that I liked and that I wanted to spend time with. And then I put effort into that friendship and cultivated it. And obviously they reciprocated. It's a two-way street. But like if I had just chosen or if I hadn't chosen them, if it just happened, like I wouldn't be able to mesh my friend groups as easily as I do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, because you would end up with all sorts of different people. Like, random people that wouldn't get along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that... Well, and when she talked to me about this, it was startling to me how quickly I could pinpoint friendships that I had just because they were easy and friendships mm. that I had because I actually cared about them. Like, I can sense immediately a very, like, clear dichotomy... Yep. In my yeah. friendships. And I wonder if any of our listeners can too, like now hearing this story. Yes. Because I really do. And I mean, I think because I obviously get a sense when I meet somebody, whether or not I actually like them and like vibe with them well as a person, I think mm-hmm. I kind of by default end up choosing quote unquote certain friends because I'm willing to put in more effort when I know that I really get along with somebody yeah. or, or right. like that I see that there's like a possibility for a really beautiful mm-hmm. friendship there. But I don't, like, sit down and ask myself, like, hmm, should I be friends with this person? Or, like, am I interested enough in this person to be friends with them? Because I'm going to be friendly to everyone. So I kind of instinctually end up making friends with people who I maybe wouldn't have chosen if I was that discerning, like, just in my day-to-day life. But do you think that it happens a little bit subconsciously? The choosing part? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think when it comes to my effort, yes, I think it's that subconscious. I think it's, I think it's a bit subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm like, I'm not personally sitting down being like, hmm, is this friendship worth me inviting them to go out to dinner? You know, like, I don't think about that. Well, I will say that's what a lot of people were responding to the Instagram poll that we put out a few Mm -hmm weeks ago or whenever it was about yeah. the friendship tears if you guys weren't following us it's at no filter friends with a z and we post really fun content like fun surveys and shit to get you thinking about your friends yeah. and we had posted about you know what do you consider your friendship tears how many friendship tears do you have is it a mm-hmm. spectrum is it a straight line mm-hmm. whatever like how does somebody move from one tier to the other etc And a lot of responses were like, oh, I don't really think about it like that. Or like, I haven't really thought about it. And it's like, no, obviously not. You don't think about. (laughs) Right. I don't think very many people sit down and write a list of their friends Mm -hmm. and what tier they're in. (laughs) Unless you're like about to get married and you have to pick your bridesmaids. Like nobody's really doing that. Or if you're like, you know, having a birthday party and you need to figure out, you know, who's who to invite depending on what you're doing. Yeah. People don't think about friendship as, as often as like, as often as maybe they should. I don't know even if they should think about it more, but I, I think that friendship is very subconscious. Like, yeah, everybody has friendship tears, but nobody is putting it into words or putting any theories behind it. It's just like, hap- it just happens. Yeah. Friends move from one tier to the other. It just happens. Like there's no question around it. There's no, is this friend worth it? It just, mm-hmm. it just happens until you run into a situation where you're like, I don't think I like this person anymore, or they did something that rubbed me the wrong way, or 
I don't have enough time to put energy into this friendship anymore. But until that point, it's all subconscious. And I think even it's a little bit subconscious when you're picking your friends, too, because... Mm -hmm. We've talked about this before. It's all sort of a situationship. It's most friendships start with a situationship, yeah. and then you have to decide <clears throat> if it's worth that friendship or if it's worth your energy to create a friendship with them. But nobody's like consciously saying, "Hey, do I like this person enough to continue to talk to them?" It just happens. You're just like, "Oh, let me just see what's going on." I don't. I don't right. think people think about it. I mean. I'm get, I feel like mostly I agree. The only thing that gives me a little bit of pause is that I... Oh my God, is this discourse? My dad will be so excited. <laughs> I don't know if it is discourse, so okay, we'll fine. see. <laughs> but, the, but yeah, the only thing that gives me pause is, and tell me if you feel the same way or if you've done this before, but like I know for a fact that there have been people who I've met and I immediately have been like, I need to be friends with this person. And it has been a choice. It's been like, I've met them and I've thought, oh, I need this person to be in my life. I want to be their best friend. It's like the friend crush thing. You know, you meet somebody, you get a friend crush on them and you're like, oh my God, I'll do anything to be this person's friend. Like, absolutely. I put in more effort when that happens than if it was somebody who I just like met in a random place. And I do choose to put in that effort and follow up with them and make sure that we actually have like a friendship bloom from it. You know what I mean? Yes. But I don't know. I don't think that most of my friends, like I could, I could count. I could, if you were like your friend, this person, did you have a friend crush on them? I could say yes or no. I remember who I had friend crushes on. Yeah. Like, Lindsay, I remember I had a big fat friend crush on her freshman year of college. <laughs> yeah. Look at us nine years later, or ten year, fucking ten years later, we're still friends. Damn. So, but, like, I remember having a friend crush on her, and I I do remember putting in that effort to be her friend, because I was yeah. like, this chick seems cool, I feel like we vibe. Yeah. Let me put in this effort. Exactly. And then we were like, let's be roommates in London, and whatever. And the rest history. is history. The rest is history. <laughs> But I don't think that I had friend crushes on all of my friends. I think there were plenty of no. friends that just just naturally occurred. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think that it maybe for me what it is, is it's like it's naturally occurring up to a certain point, right? Because naturally occurring friendships can only get you so far. Like, you're not going to be best fucking friends with someone who you just, like, mm. happen to work yeah. with or you happen to live in the same building as or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But once you get to a certain point, there's almost like this threshold that you reach where it's like, okay, we're either going to stay here in like Mm -hmm. pretty good friendship land and continue to talk about some things, but not everything. And I'm not going to tell you all my deep, dark secrets, maybe. Or we can cross the line and we can Mm -hmm. go into deep best friendship woods where you're going to start finding out all my shit and like you know, there's no going back, basically. (laughs) But when you, but when that happens, is it conscious or is it just like, it happens? For me, it's definitely conscious. Like I ask myself sometimes when I'm texting people, are we at a level or do I want us to be at a level Mm. where I'm going to tell them this thing, you know? And like a great example of that is that very recently I had some personal news that I was sharing with some of my friends and Mm. I was really questioning, like, 
who am I going to tell about this? Mm. And how will I tell them? And who do I even trust with this information right now? Right. And right. it... And I will say, I had to make some hard decisions about who Mm -hmm. to talk to about this because it was just like, I wasn't ready to tell everybody, but I needed to tell some people. So I I had to kind of assess. Yeah, obviously you were one of them. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I had to reassess, like, Mm. am I at a place in my friendships with these people where talking about this is... Like, do I want to open this door, basically? Right. And I will also say there are some people who I haven't talked to yet about it, but I'm planning on it just because, like, I haven't mm. seen them in person or whatever. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the way I want to talk to them about yeah. it is different. But, like, in general, I have a list in my head of, like, who do I think is either already at the level where they have earned knowing this type of information about me or do I think is close enough to that level that I could tell them and we would get to that level and it would be fine. Interesting. Yeah. Um, am I just, like, too open about everything? Because I feel like I don't think that way. Like, I just say what's on my mind, and I don't know. Like, I, like when I, like, last week, or this week, I went to dinner with, like, new friends. Mm-hmm. Like, friends of friends of friends, basically. Okay. And I, like, told them about that I was catfished. Like, I don't like, am I just I like, feel like that's different though. Is so that really a deep dark this? secret? I don't know. I guess I don't. I guess I don't have deep dark secrets. Mm. So like, I mean, then maybe that's what it is. I'm sure you probably do though. I'm sure you probably have like at least one deep dark secret. I don't that you like don't do talk I? to people about. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, can you think of any deep dark secrets that I have? I I don't know if I can think of a deep dark secret. But I will say that when it comes to vulnerability, mm, okay, you fine. you love to fine. share, but you don't always sh- show the whole spectrum of what you're feeling. You Tea. know what I mean? Tea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's correct. So I think that's I think, accurate. I think for oversharers like us, that is an important distinguish to make distinguishing like factor to yeah. point out anyway because. Like, I think people look at us and they're like, oh, you know, you tell everybody everything, which is true. But <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> but I don't always tell people like the things that I'm ashamed of or like mm. the really hard feelings that are difficult to talk about associated mm. with those things. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So for me, my version of a deep dark secret is just any vulnerability. <laughs> Sweet. I don't know about any vulnerability, but I think most vulnerability. (laughs) I would just say that there's some that you struggle with, as does everyone. That's yeah. No, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine, guys. Don't worry. Uh, It's hilarious though because like Heather is the person who calls me out on that bullshit all the time. Mm. Like she'll always be like, "But are you okay?" And I'll be like. I'll be like, I wasn't expecting to get dragged to hell today, Heather. (laughs) Darren also does that to me all the time. And I'm like, shut up, Darren. You're right. Fuck off. I know. I I fucking hate it. But I also love it. I mean, I need it. It's so rude. So rude. (laughs) How did we get here? 
um, talk, going down the rabbit hole of choosing friends, whether it's conscious or subconscious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so, so I, well, I th- okay, yeah, continue. I was going to ask you, Jen, when you think about your friendships, do you think, I mean, it sounds like from what we've been talking about, you do choose your friends, at least on some level, subconsciously yes. or not. Mm-hmm. Do you remember ever having a friendship that you didn't choose that just kind of happened and like how that maybe felt different to you or if it panned out differently? Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. Hold on. (laughs) Brainstorm. I feel like a really good example is like the first thing that comes to mind for me is like in college who lived on your floor or something like that. Mm, like a friendship that anybody you on my had. floor. Oh really? Did I have any friends on my floor? No. <laughs> well, mm. I definitely had that, especially freshman year. Oh my god. Mm-mm. Freshman year, I had no friends on my floor. Wow. Did I have friends freshman year? I did. I had some. I had <laughs> oh, some from cheer. I did. I did. I had some cheer friends, and I had class friends. I had class friends. Yeah. Um. Friendships have felt okay. I I feel like I talk about this friendship a lot, but Matt, mm. if if everybody <laughs> remembers from season one, the like one of the first episodes, right? Um, telling yeah, ghost stories, it was telling yeah, sharing ghost stories from Halloween. So long that was so fucking long ago. Holy shit! It was um, over a year ago. Yeah, spooky. disgusting. So <laughs> very spooky. Um, I feel like when I became his friend. It, it felt like he wanted to be my friend. but like I he was chose just, you, I, but you didn't choose him He back. chose me, but I don't know if <gasps> I was ready to choose him. T. But I was like, okay, I'll go along with this. This is fine. You're like, sure. Oh, twist my arm. Oh, and I also had another friend. Actually, oh my God, open the floodgates. Uh, I had another <laughs> friend that I used to work with that I similar was similarly was like, I don't know if I want to be this person's friend, but like... It feels so convenient, and I didn't really have that many good friends at work, so I was like, let me just go with this. But it felt, it didn't feel right, ever. Mm. And neither of those friends. It wasn't necessarily hard. It just felt um, like something was off. Mm. Like, I didn't feel completely comfortable, Mm -hmm. especially at first. Like, I feel like when I met, when I made when I became friends with most of my friends, it never felt like, oh, I don't know. Should I like do this? <laughs> like, should I, you right. know what I mean? Whereas with, I think with Matt and the guy that I used to work with, both of them, I would like hang out with them and I'd be like, I don't, maybe it's just a men problem. Um, <laughs> I would hang out with them and be like, I don't know if I should be doing this. Like, wow. is this okay for me to do? Like I was wow. second guessing myself, but like, when you and I became friends, I never was like, is this okay that, like, Haley and I are getting dinner before chords rehearsal? Like, it, it never felt yeah. wrong because I always felt like I was choosing to do it. Yeah. But with those guys that I was just talking about, I I felt like like I was uh, not doing the right thing or, like, making the wrong choice. I mean, I understand, actually... Like, I, I don't think I would have phrased it the same way, but I do feel like I understand what you're talking about because I I can actually say, I'm pretty sure none of them listen to this podcast, but I actually <laughs> literally just yesterday got a text message in a group text from someone who I used to work with, with other people who I used to work with. Yeah. 
And they were just like, oh my God, like miss you guys so much. Like maybe we could plan some time after the holidays to catch up. Because we like kind of, kind of loosely had like a group that we like Mm. maybe sometimes took walks or like got lunch with. Um, And I'm still close to one person from that group but I'm not close to anybody else from it. And that's because those friendships never felt right. Mm -hmm. Like they always felt very forced to me. Yeah. Like I wasn't really being myself when I was with them. I was being like a version of me that I thought they would be okay with, but they also were being versions of themselves that I didn't love that much. So I was like, Mm. I'm not really invested in this and like never really put that much effort in. I feel like that kind of thing happens when you're, like, in a situation where you feel like you are you don't have a choice. Well, and exactly that was it. It was, like... Yeah. They wanted... They were being nice to me. I will say that. They were definitely being nice to me. <laughs> and obviously, I was going to be nice back. <laughs> so what the fuck else am I going to do? Yeah. Um, and we worked together. So it was kind of, right. like, well, if you're being nice and we work together, and also maybe sometimes you can provide me with some hot tea, like, I mm-hmm. guess I'll stick it in this situation you know it doesn't it's not like incredibly taxing for me to do it we're all in the same office or whatever right but I didn't love how I felt when I was hanging Mm -hmm. out with them and so basically as soon as I had the opportunity not to be friends with them anymore I took it and the fact that they reached out I was like for what like (laughs) like, there's nothing here like we haven't even been friends now for a while yeah I don't know it was really fucking weird but I didn't answer nobody else answered classic I guess (laughs) incredible incredible um but I guess like I don't know I'm trying to think of like what I've done to consciously be someone's friend okay actually I do have a new friend at work I think I think um, she seems really fucking cool. She's a Salesforce admin and I yeah. think she's fucking awesome. Yeah. And we like, she's like one of the only people I slack about not work stuff. Nice. That's so important. Um, which is so important. And I don't feel like I can do that with very many people, but yeah. she's like, she and I chat a lot. Mm-hmm. Like we'll be talking about a work thing and then I'm like, oh, by the way, blah, blah, blah whatever. And we like talk. I do feel like I put in sort of an effort with her because I do think that she's really cool and I do think that she and I could be friends. Mm-hmm. So I guess, but I I don't know if I'm doing it consciously or not. <laughs> well, maybe it doesn't matter if you're doing it consciously because I, I think also maybe this kind of depends on the person too. Like for us, we're the kind mm. of people who are going to be nice to people even if we don't like them, you know? Yeah. So for us, like... We don't have to consciously think about being nice or putting an effort because we're probably mm-hmm. doing it anyway mm-hmm. without even really wanting to sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with somebody who doesn't waste their time on shitty people and isn't a people pleaser, won't have the same predisposition. <laughs> I would be very interested to hear what Or thinks about this because Or oh, me is too. not a people pleaser <laughs> and knows it. She's a self-pleaser. <laughs> and if anybody doesn't know who Or is, she was on our episode, Can't Be Tamed, but... But will accept criticism. Will accept criticism, yes. Also from early, back in the vault. Early, early, yeah. She's <laughs> my bestie. And she is not a people pleaser. And I feel like she is someone who frequently tells me, like, 
oh, I met this person and I've just, I have decided to put in time to be friends with this person. She's like, I think that I met this person and I thought that they were cool. And so I, I reached out and we're, we're going to go on a walk. Yeah. Versus I met this person and they're fine, but I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, I would also love to hear what she thinks. I actually can say from my, even from my people pleaser pedestal, I myself (laughs) have had an experience like this literally just a couple weeks ago on the, like two days after Thanksgiving, I went to a friend's giving with a bunch of Steven's friends and almost everybody who was there I had met before, except one of his friends has a new girlfriend and Mm. her name is Laura and hopefully she won't care that I should. I'm sharing this information, but when I met her, I immediately was like, you seem cool, but I'm not going to like lose my head over it. Like it's fine, but you're, you seem cool. And mm. then she was being like really nice and very friendly. And I was like, okay, I'll be really nice and friendly back. And then we just kept talking. And then as the night went on, they're literally by the end of the evening, Everybody was, like, watching a TV show, but there were no seats left, so she and I decided Mm -hmm. to sit in the kitchen instead, and we started talking about, like, our lives and, like, her relationship, because they've only been together for, like, four months, and my relationship and, like, Mm -hmm. all these things that were happening with us, and, like, literally we were making jokes about, like, how next year at Friendsgiving we were going to be like, wow, it's been one year since we became friends. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so cute. But, like, as soon as we left that night, I was like, I need to hang out with her. Like, I need to make this happen. She's so fucking cool. We had such a great time. We bonded so quickly. And thankfully, like, all of Steven's friends have, like, group chats and things that they keep up with each other in. So, like, I'm in the group chat now. She's in the group chat. So we can Mm -hmm. hang out. We can plan stuff. But I, like, immediately, it was, like, in that conversation, two hours after meeting her, I was, like, I need to be friends with this girl. I love when that happens. Same. I fucking love when that happens. It was honestly the best thing ever. I was so happy. (laughs) Those are the fucking best. Yeah. When you're just, like, do we just become best friends? It's Literally. literally... did we just it become best friends? It literally was that. Yes. We were yes, like, we, even, we were like even sitting there like talking about our first impressions of the other people who were there, like when we first met them and being like, yeah, I wasn't sure about them, but they ended up being really cool. And then like, we're like, but you know, mm-hmm. we're best mm-hmm. friends, obviously. <laughs> like, yep. Just yep. immediately on the same page. It was a beautiful yep. thing. And I, I really was sitting there like, damn, I feel very fortunate that I came here tonight that I, you know, put my best foot forward and decided to be nice and, you know, hang out with everybody. And mm-hmm. now potentially have a wonderful new friendship from it. So That's beautiful. It is beautiful. <laughs> Do you feel like you, like, were flirt, like, friendship flirting with her last night? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I definitely would say so. Because it was like... You know, you're, like, making jokes. You're, like, trying to impress them a little yeah. bit. You're trying to be yeah. like, oh, I'm cool and interesting. <laughs> Are you flirting Wait, with me? Do you want to hang out with me or do you want to kiss me? <laughs> Both? The lines are blurred, dude. The lines are blurred. <laughs> oh, my God. That's it was very. Really it was exciting. exhilarating. Friendship flirting is exhilarating. Dude, just flirting is exhilarating. I'm sorry. Well, I, can't, I actually can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like getting sweaty even thinking about it. Chill, so chill, <laughs> chill, chill, chill.
If you guys have questions about friendship problems, send what, them in. What should they do? Nofilterfriendship at gmail.com. Send us an email. It can be short. It can be long. It can be middle-sized. It can be whatever length you want it to be. It can be average. It can be above average. Yeah. Whatever you, you can also find on. us on the interwebs. Yes. Find us on social media. We are on Instagram and Twitter at no filter friends with a Z at the end. We are also on TikTok at no filter friendship. Yeah. And make sure you come back next Friday, which you will know about because you already subscribed slash followed <laughs> and you're going to get that notification. We love a noti. new episode we drops. We love a <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys then for another episode of No Filter Friendship. Bye, friends! Bye! Two friends who talk too much. <laughs>